Hello, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast. My name is Billy Newman. I'm here today with Marina Hansen. How you doing, Marina? Hey, Billy. I'm doing well. I think that's great. Thanks for doing a little podcast with me this Saturday. Thanks for having me on your show again. Yeah, I think it's what, episode 81 now. Kind of cool. Moving up. Working into the last last 20 before we hit that 100. It's pretty cool. We got to throw a party. Yeah, we should. <laughs> throw a party for no reason. Uh, so, <laughs> Thanks, Rita. Well, thanks for doing a little podcast with me. We had a couple pictures that we were going to talk about. I think a lot of it was from this trip that we did to Heart Mountain. Um, yeah, that was a while ago now. Yeah, it was a while ago. That was like May of 2014, I think. And we took the Forerunner out there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was with the yeah. Forerunner. That was fun. I thought that was pretty cool. I put up three photos of that trip from uh, a roll of film that I developed after we got back. Maybe I think I shot two rolls of film. I was trying to get into film a lot right at that time, at that part of the uh, spring and summer. I was going to say, I think I remember you shooting a lot of film at that time. Yeah, I, I remember that. I think I shot a bit of digital, but I, I really, I think got my favorite pictures from the film rolls that I shot with that. I, I think that was one of the last times I used the FJ20 uh, over here, that, that Nikon oh, yeah. manual folks manual focus film camera before i switched over and i got the battery grip for the n80 finally where i was able to use the, the double a's that's a right. that's a tricky thing about the n80 is if, so, if any, anybody ends up getting that as a film camera the regular batteries that you get are those weird like cx9 battery i don't know that's a, that's a mazda i think but <laughs> but I, whatever those it's like a weird little fat battery have you seen this before i think i know the kind that you're talking about it's like if you took a double a and you just kind of squished it a little yeah. bit like if we were made of play-doh and you got it was just like a little bit fatter. <laughs> a chunk of it. Yeah. And, but those were like these lithium batteries that they were making, I think, for a long time in the 2000s to be photo batteries for cameras because they had a better charge. You mm -hmm. could run it for longer. Like if you remember, I don't know how it was on your original point-and-shoot cameras, but I put double A's in mine. And I think we had similar ones. I put double A's in there, just regular double A's, and you get like 10 pictures, and then it would go, uh, the battery's dead. <laughs> yeah. Battery's wiped out. You could get through like half a day of taking some pictures on your digital camera with just a, the set of double A's that I had and it wouldn't do very good at all. I think I'm sure that's because I didn't know any better to buy like the, the expensive type of double A <laughs> format. I was just, oh, they're all the same. I'll just get these Rayovacs in there. <laughs> why is it not running my camera all day? I don't know why. I think I remember having that problem come up too though with my cameras or with it, it just being a pretty frequent thing. Yeah. You have to buy a whole pack. Yeah, it was frustrating. It and yeah, no, you go through it a lot. You know, I had that problem up until the point that I bought the D40 and I had the rechargeable battery pack like what we have in the DSLR. That was the first time that it just seemed really effective or, you know, I had a, a couple hundred pictures to take on the battery and then you just recharge the battery back in the uh, back of the charger. And that was the first time that it seemed to work out really easily. But before that, I remember being really frustrated with digital photography because it just work through so many batteries it took so much to power it and it didn't really ever seem to be very efficient even like i remember getting like the good stuff a few times i know it was really frustrating <laughs> so that was a big problem with the nikon n80 but what you could do is you could buy a battery grip that nikon built and it changed it so that uh it made it made the base of the camera just a little bit bigger but you could put a tray of double a batteries in now and you could just get regular AA batteries are like, well, I think we got a pair of rechargeable lithium ion. I think they're like, yeah. the, they're one of the rechargeable, rechargeable batteries. AA style batteries, but they last a really long time. I mean, I think we can go through 10 rolls, it seems like, a film on it. I think I just have regular copper top Duracells in my F4 right now. And that's been running through five or six rolls of film. And it doesn't seem to have any problem. Yeah. 
So I guess the film was a lot easier because it was just that one motor to wind. Mm-hmm. It was a lot, you know, just let the shutter go up, run the meter for a few seconds, and then do the one wind of the film instead of have to play a little TV screen in the back and run the whole computer and all that other stuff that probably the new ones have to do. And uh, it's kind of funny to think about. But I remember getting the N80 with the battery grip and then setting that up with so I could use like film and autofocus at the same time. And I think I didn't really look back on the FJ20 after that. So I think like, uh, yeah, this part, when we were at Heart Mountain was like the last time that I used this camera for a lot of the film stuff. I remember running around with the, the tripod with you. Like you had your yeah, Pentax on that right. trip. And I think the D7000, I remember like what we we're talking about with battery problems. Do you remember the D7000? Yeah, I was so upset. It got, it got too cold. cold. Yeah. It got too cold and the battery died. Yeah, it would have been full otherwise. That's that's another yeah. issue with those types of, or just with things like that. I remember reading about it early on in like some of those tip, you know, photo tip things is that mm-hmm. you had to keep a battery if you were in a cold climate or you're going skiing or something like that. You had to keep a, a battery like close on the inside jacket that you had so that it would stay warm up next to your body. <laughs> so you could like pull that one out once your battery got too cold and died. That's a good idea. I should have done that. <laughs> yeah, but for whatever reason, yeah. And it was not that cold. I don't think I it really even I was surprised that it happened. The mountain air like that is strange when, when you change elevation or change change temperature drastically like that. It seems like yeah. it really affects the power of a, of a battery in a big way. I remember it happened a little bit on our trips too when we'd go out. It was pretty consistent, but it was strange how that would be. And yeah, yeah it, was, it was weird. I've had it happen to me out of work a few times too where I'm working with the camera. And the batteries die because it's just way too cold. <laughs> it's strange how that affects batteries like that. It is. Yeah, it happens with my phone sometimes. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen some stuff like that happen too. So one of the first pictures that we had was a picture of you grilling up some sausage <laughs> on the, uh, the little uh, propane stove that we had on the tailgate of the Forerunner while we were camped out up there. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I remember that, that breakfast. It was kind of cool. It's always tough because it gets cold fast. Or, you know, you yeah, because you're outside and it's all windy. <laughs> It looks more fun in the picture sometimes than it is to yeah. eat it. You know, it's like, oh, I am still just kind of eating on a, a little pile of weeds over, <laughs> my, over my, my campfire that's now gone out. Blowing smoke at me. Oh, man. Shoot. <laughs> or there's always something you're forgetting, like you didn't bring ketchup. Or you didn't bring the whatever thing. Butter. You didn't bring spoons or forks to eat <laughs> with, so you just have to kind of pick it up and eat it. <laughs> I remember a bunch of little things like that. But I think we did a pretty solid job on this trip that we were on. I think so. But That's that a fun cute. little shot. I think there's camp. a there's a picture of a Rolling Rock beer bottle in that. It would, didn't have a beer in it, but I think it was just left over from the days before camping, and we used it to like pour off the the grease, pour off the pork oh, grease from the top, from yeah. the whatever sausage we were cooking up. We got oh, poured in this little that. beer bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Try and get it out of there somewhere. Yeah, it was kind of silly. I think we didn't want the bees coming around or something. Like yeah. That. Got to keep those bees away. So the other one that we shot, that was over on Heart Mountain. It was over on the, the east side of the campground, if anyone's been up there. And that's the part where you can look at and you can see that view. You can really look quite far east, like uh, all the way out to the Steens Mountain, which I think is like 80 or 90 miles away. And you can see that. Uh, you can see like the dip, this big uh, gouge in the top of uh, Kiger Gorge. There's that section of the mountain there and there's this really distinct dip that goes on in the mountain. There's a little U-shape that's notched out of it. And you can see that as a landmark from a really long distance away. But that's what I think helped us that one time. And I think maybe the other year or this last summer when we were up there where you could look out and spot the snow top of the Steens Mountain. It's like, what, 9,000, 10,000 feet up above yeah. sea level? And then you can see that dip in the, in the 
uh, in the mountain, which it's weird because at that distance, like 80 or 90 miles, it, it gets so blue, it, it almost washes out. Do you remember that? Oh, like the, the yeah. air gets dirty. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah, I think if, if there's, because there's enough smoke in particulate that if it gets in the atmosphere in the lower section, it gets kind of murky at yeah, that distance. And you can't really see, see that low on the horizon. It's, it's strange how it is. But I remember that trip being pretty cool, taking a bunch of pictures and doing a, I think it was pretty fast too. We like did a quick turnaround. But I remember that, that maybe like second night when we were up on Heart Mountain, we took a bunch of photographs of that sunset that was around there. There's probably a few others gonna, gonna, that are going to go out from that trip that I remember. Uh, but the first one that went out was this picture uh, that shot up, I think, up to like the southwest in the early evening. And that's still when there's the the bright magenta filaments of the clouds that are up in the sky, surrounded by that deeper, darker blue color that's there after the sun passes down below the horizon. So it was kind of a cool picture. I like that one. It was yeah, nice. the colors in it are pretty. I like those colors. But yeah, that's the evening, little evening stuff. I think there's another photo that went out. It was a little self-portrait I snapped of me in the uh, in the reflection of me kind of warped by the window of the car. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of a silly photo, but it was fun. That's I like that picture. A little fil- film photo. I think that was after we jumped in the hot spring. Yeah. Like there's the hot springs that are up there on Heart Mountain, which is kind of cool that there, there are like uh, active hot springs up in that part of the, the mountain. And there are, I guess, a few out in the desert. Maybe some stuff that we don't even know about. Maybe, I think but. there are a few out there. Yeah, there probably are. A lot of them aren't really hospitable for people, but it was kind of neat that the Heart Mountain one was set up just enough for people to get into it. And it was nice because that time of year in early May when we were there, there was no one up there. It was probably close down still, (laughs) Uh, but there was no one up there. There were like, you know, whatever, one or two other people, but there was no one up there when we were there. So we ran over, did a little dunk to clean off. That's the tough thing because out in the desert like that, like three days of not showering, sometimes, you know, three days of not showering in the summertime when you're set up at a campground, no big deal. You're still pretty much clean going in the river every day. Mm-hmm. Three days of roughing it and camping out in eastern Oregon in like the, the, the Oregon outback out there around yeah, all the sagebrush the and stuff. Yeah. You're covered in dirt and it's, you're just, uh, man, it doesn't feel any good at all. So I think that's when we we're going to make our drive back. So we jumped in the hot spring, scrubbed down, and then jumped out and then made the drive in the forerunner all the way back from Heart Mountain to Eugene that day. Oh, and then I remember that cool rainbow. Oh, right. That we pulled over to get some photos of it. Yeah, like right as we got back into town, there's a big rainbow. We took a a picture hanging out under the rainbow as we got back home. Yeah, I think (laughs) I have a a film photo of the forerunner kind of under the rainbow. Oh, yeah. I remember There's like a a power line in there too, but it's a pretty cute Mm -hmm. picture. It's in the city, hanging out, <laughs> yeah. hanging out in town. It's cute. That cool rainbow. Cool little truck. Thanks for doing that trip with me. That was a cool one. I liked getting to go out there and having that fast turnaround, but like getting to actually be out oh, somewhere Oh, I really enough. did too. I, I remember that was cool because we took off on a Friday night. We didn't really do anything yeah. different, but we just tried to make something of it. We took off on Friday night, got out there to camp for the first time at like 1.30 in the morning. Oh, I was so <laughs> tired when I got out there. Oh, that was a rough one. <laughs> just driving way out like oh where am i how long do i have to go up this mountain road at one in the morning <laughs> sitting <laughs> yeah where am i going is this working but it worked out real well we always got set up and uh yeah crashed out got up the next morning did a bunch of little photo stuff yeah it was really fun thanks for rushing around and doing little trips with me yeah that was really cool i had I a fun time it. well yeah thanks for doing this little podcast with me talk about a couple of those pictures that went up 
on Instagram, up on my website. Thanks for having me on your show, Billy. Ooh, I appreciate you hanging out in the studio with me today. It's cool. It's a good day it. for it. Just a little bit more. Yeah. I well, on behalf of Marina Hansen, my name is Billy Newman, and thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Billy Newman Photo Podcast.